0: Hey, you busy? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. I guarantee you that I can dismantle your frustration and irritation in 0.5 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I haven't been gossiping about you. I haven't been through your mail. I haven't done anything that is illegal. But I'm starting to see a trend that I believe you may or may not have fallen into. You ready? You have a picture in your mind and a desire in your heart as to how you want your life to live or how you want to live your life or how you want your life to look. And that image seems so far into the future that it is aggravating you now. Bruh, I cannot wait to leave this job. Because when I'm done with school or when I'm done with whatever, or when I move or when I would, I would rather be at a job that looks like this in the future. Let me tell you something. I do. I'm so over this particular vehicle Okay. I'm just, I cannot, I don't want to keep putting money into it. The gas is high. The prices is doing what the prices is doing is very pricey And I'm just completely and utterly, let me tell you something. I, I'm so sick of being, and don't finish your statement. You so over being lonely. Because singlehood is feeling like you singled out. And let me tell you something. You cannot wait to get the two, not the two fish and the five low. Don't be biblical. But, you know, the picket fence situation, the American dream, if you will. Uh, You know, the 2.5 kids and one of them is wagging a tail. Who knows? And then you got the corridor over here. And, man, let me tell you something. You so oversharing all your space. You want that man cave now. Okay? It's just like I can't. And I don't think that we understand what we're doing to ourselves. You are creating your own customized torture chamber. When you use your future to allow you to be frustrated now, you become your own enemy. It is very much supposed to be the opposite. You're supposed to have a vision in mind of what you want that to look like, and it's supposed to carry you through the wilderness. The reason why God told the Israelites, "Listen, I got a land with you for milk and honey. It's going to be great." The reason why Jesus was like, "Yo, I'm going back to my Father's house with this many mansions. I'm about to create some stuff with you." If it wasn't so, I wouldn't have said so. It's because I need to give you what Jeremiah 29:11 says: a future and a hope. I need to give you. Some something that is worth going through all this for you need something that's like yo you need to identify your why why are you doing all this why are you going through these classes why are you trying to clear up debt why are you trying to align and get yourself where you need to be it all has to make sense no one goes through 12 rounds of boxing just to say that was a good workout Uh uh-uh you doing this for the championship sir (laughs) ma'am not entering no UFC anything you kicking me in the side of my mouth for what just for me to say "Mm, I built a stronger muscle there absolutely not I'll walk around the the subdivision 27 million times before I ever just do something just to do something and it's hurting me. What I am trying to bring home is I don't think that we're using our minds the proper way. God put a heart's desire in you. He, what do you think that desire came from? He wired you a certain way. You identified and connected to it it became a desire in your heart. You formulated a future of what that can look like on the maximum level. And now you should be trying to make decisions and carry yourself through this life that align to that particular end goal. The reason why most people are frustrated, why most people are irritated and just like, I just, I tell you what, can't wait to uh, Friday, but Monday comes too soon. Living that kind of life on repeat, that's torturechamber.com backslash corporate world. But anyway, is because the future seems all the way over there. And to be quite honest with you, today seems too long. It's too it's strenuous. If you knew, okay, listen, you only got to go through this 32 more days, and then you're going to get the future that's in your heart, it probably would be more palatable. But when you don't have a date as to what it is, how long I got to go through this? How much longer do I have to keep being around these kind of people? How much longer do I have to have it where my account is looking like this? How much longer before I actually live the life that is worth living to me? How much longer? And can I tell you something? I'm probably going to shock you with this, but I don't want you to hang up because that's very rude. And you're not that kind of grandbaby. The time frame of how much longer you have to deal with this has very much uh, to do with you. Very much. Don't look at me like that. Listen, let me tell Let me show you real quick. The Israelites, that was supposed to be maximum a two week trip. I'm going to take you around here real quick. I'm going to let you spar so that when you meet Mike Tyson, you don't have to just revert to biting ears and windmilling. I want y'all to actually know how to fight. The only reason God took them around the mountain in the wilderness the way that he did is because they were lacking something that was going to help them sustain the blessing. Say it again, grandbaby. I sure will. They are only went through that wilderness for the particular time that they were intended to be in the wilderness is because they were lacking something that was going to help them sustain the blessing when they get there. Grandbaby, you think they heard me? Mm-mm. So what I'm trying to say is the discomfort was never just a sole goal to keep you uncomfortable. There was something you were supposed to get at that job because what you learn here i guarantee you even if you feel like your supervisor is not teaching you nothing even though you feel like they don't have they lack professionalism even if you feel like bro i'm wasting my time i guarantee you that there is something here that you need to sustain where you're going so it would behoove you to make sure that you have your eyes wide open and your emotional chamber shut We get their supervisors incompetent. Everybody knows that. The people who hired her knew that, okay? I'm getting emotional. Maybe because I'm speaking from a place that I understand. We understand that the dating pool is what it's looking like. It's looking like the kitty, the doggy pool, (laughs) okay? We understand that. What are you supposed to be getting from singlehood? What are you supposed to be sharpening in your individuality? Which is a, a, a more pleasant term for that you're single right now. Not forever. Forever, ever? Like, why you put that song on your, on your remix of Life? You wanted to do that? Listen, I'm telling you, if we're going to walk by this Bible and believe what this Bible says, and the Bible says that all things come together and work for the good, Yo, I truly believe nothing goes in vain. Nothing, no interaction with a person, no job that you ever had. No, everything that you deem to be a waste of time. I want to go ahead and change your perspective and knock that out the park. It's not that it's a waste of time is that you have identified where you no longer want to implement your time. That is way different. Someone who starts a job and goes, mm, "Bro, this is not it. <laughs> Whoa, uh, these folks did not tell me that they had the toxic, toxic culture. Like their picture is in the dictionary next to toxic culture and work environments. This is crazy. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start working out my plan because this is not my future. Uh, the end. That sounds way different than you've been in the company 24 years and they're not gonna give you all your money until you reach 30 years of retirement. So now you got to begrudgingly give another couple of years until you get to 30 or go ahead and cash your net in other places, hoping that that pops off and it makes your time worthwhile. And so every day that you come to work, you don't look forward to doing it. You don't look forward to being here. You are spilling the smell of you. You are the skunk of the corporate world. Everybody can smell that you might as well just have stayed home. But you got a task to get to because you be darned if they don't give you all your money after all the years you put here. Ah, oh. do you see the difference in those two things? Somebody knew way earlier. Hmm, this may not be it. But you know what? I'm going to take the exposure that it gives. I'm going to take the lessons that it gives. I'm going to make this a seasonal situation. I'm going to use this for my good. And I'm going to use this particular stain as a step. No, 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 no. The goal is never to get to a particular step and say, okay, I'm just going to rest here. The goal is to make sure that you are continually accumulating more steps so that you can get to the stage that is your heart's desire. It may not be your heart's desire to be the CEO of anything, the superintendent of anything, the vice president of anything. That may not be your goal and that's okay. But what is the experience teaching you now that you'll be able to utilize once you get to where your heart desires to be? And I feel like a lot of people are looking at their lives and they are so frustrated because they feel like I will be happier when I get another particular, when I get to another tax bracket. I will be happier once I'm married. I will be happier once I'm in a relationship. I will be happier once I move from here to there. I would be happier. And the if we were to plot point A as where you're currently at, and B as to where you would like to be, the distance between the two either feels so far in between, you're like, bro, this is probably gonna take, I don't know, years. It's like the person who has student loan debt that's outrageous. And you like, I'm not even going to try to make a payment plan to to get to zero because this is just going to be forever. Like the grandkids is going to have to pay this off. Like that's, that's what most people's lives feel like for them. By the time that I get to wherever I want to get to, like, I'm going to be, it's just forget it. And so you lose hope in the midst of that. And that's the whole point of Galatians 6, 9 if you do not faint, me paraphrasing, if you do not faint in the meantime, you'll get what you were waiting for in due season. I promise you, God is not a man that he shall lie. And something came over me this week and I kind of was like, time out. I started to see the trick of the enemy using us against us. I literally went ahead and adopted this phrase to go ahead and dismantle any thought that tries to make me feel like I'm making and customizing my own torture chamber. Do it now. Do it now. And I'm I'm gritting my teeth because that's what my mother used to do to me. You have nothing stopping you. You have nothing that makes you feel like maybe it will never happen. There are too many examples in the Bible and in real life. Go find somebody on YouTube. There are too many examples of how God came through in situations in your own life where you didn't think it was going to work out at that time either. There are too many things around you that you see other people low key. If we just keeping it a buck, cause that's what we keep it on these phone calls that you feel like, bruh, how such and such getting what I'm praying for. And I'm sorry, you got that. And, and I'm You making that off of your entrepreneurial lane and I'll be honest, I'm not impressed. So whoever is supporting you to the point of six figures, gotta be God. Because like, what? That is so simplistic or that's so busy or that don't have a touching message. And you looking like, bro, I have something that I feel is valuable, but it's not getting the value that I wanted to ascertain right now. That's all it is. Right now has become your torture chamber. So, what are we getting ready to do about it, grandbaby? We getting ready to do it now, comma on the level that we can do it. What do you mean? Okay, so real talk. Uh, singlehood. You dread it. You over it. Everything about it makes you feel like this is not how I thought this is going to pan out at this age, at this venture and juncture of my life, huh? Okay, so what are you doing? To not only keep that flame up for marriage, because nobody says to quench, no, no. We don't want you to act like and lie to yourself and pretend like you don't want something that you do. It's like asking somebody, are you hungry? And you like, no, but I can hear your stomach growling. Okay, like let's not lie to ourselves. We're not getting ready to do that. We getting ready to authentically get from glory to glory, from blessing to blessing. The end. Secret recipe, always on authentic. The end. So what do you do in the meantime that you know that you want to be married in the future? But right now you're in singular than a George Washington Green Dollar Bill, okay? Um, that's just what's going on now. What do you do? You get close to marriages that mean something to you. You get close to either tangibly, because you know them. You either find them on YouTube somewhere. I want you to look in at people's struggles in marriage. And I want you to be a student to the thing that you said you wanted. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, because that's not going to do nothing but make me kind of sad and feel like, okay, well, pause. What you think every grandbaby across the globe that's in any kind of medical field did? Ma'am, sir, (laughs) the amount of studying you have to do, the amount of getting into the program because you got to keep a certain GPA, the amount of residency you have to do. The amount of doing everything that a doctor probably would know or would do, you have to uh, be able to demonstrate, and you're not yet an MD, you're not yet in your specialty, and you're not yet getting that check. Huh? So what does the average medical wired grandbaby teach us? that I'm gonna get as close as I can to the thing that I said that I want so that it keeps my focus on this is the future that I want and it presently makes me feel like and I'm on my way there. So what could we learn from them? Because I don't know any, I haven't seen a young doctor yet. Y'all coming out with hair missing, glasses, glasses, ain't Okay, your prescription probably changed, but I don't gossip. So that's between you and the Lord and the ophthalmologist, okay? Uh, And so you're coming out looking like tried and true, to be honest, okay? Um, Some of them are coming out like, no, I I was built for this. But you know what? I think that that's the difference between the person that was like, I'm going to stay true to this path and not let this path make me and understand that I'm creating this path for me all the position of power that puts you in (laughs) with the I mean you you sit a little different when you like what no 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 I'm I'm in control of how i let the mm -mm, you're not about to stress me okay i'm going to do this at a pace that makes sense i'm going to go to the schools that give me the best value and best bang for my buck i'm just going to go ahead and do like you got to really map out how do i want to get there because the goal is you're going to get there but it's how do you want to look once you arrive how do you want to look when you arrive like it was worth it Like you're still as passionate about it as you were the day before so how do you show up in residency knowing that you're not yet a doctor because you learn this stuff that um the doctors who are already in play got to go back to school or some kind of conference or webinar or seminar to learn you getting free game and you catching up because your mind is still fresh and new and you ever uh ask somebody uh if they were in their 40s or 50s would you go back to school the first thing that they will probably say is "Mm -mm, i ain't got the mind for it because you have to have a certain posture and mindset when you are in school your brain is a sponge you have to actually have to be in the place of wanting to learn you know how difficult it probably is for a 67 year old doctor to now learn the new medical stuff that's going on and the new medical equipment that's going on they are probably dreading it like bro i there once was a time that i said take two of these and call me in the morning but you actually have an advantage you are young. You are spring chicken flow. You have it. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's how you get yourself through residency. That's how you get yourself to, I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way. That's how you, bro, th- this season is not going in vain. This These this sleepless nights and all this coffee you consuming, it's not going in vain. So if they can do it at residency, then why are you not doing it with your life? You get as close to someone that you admire. They're way that they mother, the way that they wife, the way that he fathers, the way that he husbands, and you start to study what it took for them, a whole experience and marriage to learn, you get the gym without having to bring nobody else through the particular car wash with you. Yes, nine times out of 10, the people that you admired had to learn their way to that. You're seeing the fruit of the thing that they learned and put into play. Why don't you ask them for the cheat code so that you can, where they ended, you can start there. Oh, you mean to tell me that you already learned communication and blah, blah, blah. Why? Because someone who's been married a while is going to go ahead and tell you, listen, uh, it's not about communicating. It's about communicating in the way that is most effective for the person that you're married to. Yeah, you may get with somebody that because you're not screaming and going off that they feel like you don't care. And you could be saying all the right words, but you chose the wrong octave, and so the message is completely lost. Oh, you didn't know that was a thing? (laughs) Get married. Hmm? Get married to someone who doesn't understand communication. Get married to someone who doesn't understand uh, themselves. Yeah, uh, you can learn so much from someone, because you know what that also teaches you while you're getting closer to the thing that you want to kind of cut and paste and put your own customization on it teaches you how to go ahead and date now you're not asking questions like what's your sign what's your favorite color (gasps) me too what kind of foods do you like what kind of music do you listen to all that is sprinkles you want to make sure that this cake don't have nothing in it that's going to make you allergic so you you can literally gain the knowledge and then cut through immediately to so when you are upset what does that look like hmm oh you shut down you need to be by yourself is that like for like a weekend a couple of days or do you oh okay yeah you just need your space because once you go off there's no stopping you cool listen uh you see my number in your phone cool can you press edit go to the very bottom and delete yeah, cause I'm not dealing, <laughs> not dealing. Cause who's dealing? Uh, mm-mm. No, that BMW comes packaged with no engine. You're not going nowhere with that one. I could tell you now. Okay, great. Do it now. You wasting so much time looking at the future, and the future's looking at you like, bro. You're not getting the necessary skills that we need to make sure that when we get here, we're satisfied. That's why so many celebrities go ahead and collect the fame and stuff. And they like, bro, it it's lonely up here. What you thought? Name me a celebrity of high stature that's a, that has a whole bunch of friends or have their friends from day one that has no adversaries, that has everybody on their side. Like you didn't do your homework. Man, homeownership is hard. Who did you learn from? Where did you get your knowledge from that it was going to be easy? Who taught you home ownership? And let me tell you something. Two kids under the age of who, where did you where did you get your information? Who told you that kids were easy, whether it's one, two, nine, or ten? Who told you it's a walk in the park? It's the best thing that ever happened to I me, mean, I never lost no sleep. I never lost no money. I never worry. Nothing ever happened to me emotionally in the chamber of motherhood or fatherhood. And you know, it's just a walk in the park. Who did you learn parenting from? That's the problem where you're getting your information. Is um, zero zings and got no higher, or you're getting it from a source that doesn't speak to you the real and authentic truth. And so instead of future looking very much like yo, it is all the way over there. I, I might as well, I got two choices. I might as well just give up what I'm hoping for. Or just go ahead and enjoy what I'm what I'm doing now to the point that I, I distract myself from the future. No, that's not it. Both of those are are essentially you lying to yourself. Do it now. You got a vision of what entrepreneurship looks like, bro. Do it now. So many entrepreneurs talking about, yo, I started with zero, I started with a hundred dollars, you can't scrape up a hundred dollars. Yes, you can. I don't care if it takes you a year to scrape up a hundred. Yes, yes, you can. Do it on your level. What does that look like on your level? Whatever it is that you're dreaming for and, and hoping for, what does that look like? You need to keep it like this. I have some practices in place now for the future that I'm hoping for. Very simple. And when I thought about it, I said, yo, I want to talk about Joseph. Mm-hmm. I definitely do, because let me explain something to you. If anybody should have been frustrated, because I was tossed up between him and David. I was like, ah, but I can't see David being anointed as king and then kind of futuristically later on, uh, you know, running into Goliath or what have you, being like the extreme frustration. Because when I was reading about David, David actually, he enjoyed looking after the sheep. He enjoyed being a shepherd. So David was a, he was an option, but he wasn't the drive home force for me. Cause I'm like, bro, it's almost like you waiting to be a millionaire, but you're a hundred thousand there now. Like, yeah, you know, it, that's not really getting there. I want somebody that from the gutter, it's like, bro, it is not looking how I want it to look. And I believe for better for my life. And that was Joey. Okay. And I want to go ahead and read Genesis 39. You know, I read in the NLT version, right? While I'm reading this, I want you to literally look how big Jojo went ahead. Yeah, he gets more nicknames and more because I just feel like he deserves it. Um, how he literally went ahead and executed excellence according to how he knew he was called and the future that God gave him or put in his heart, how he executed that on every level where he was. Now, backdrop, if you don't know, read your Bible. I'm not judging you. Uh, God gave Joseph a dream that, like, he was going to be high and command and his brothers were going to be serving him. His brothers didn't like that too much. They was like, What? We used to change your diet, but ain't nobody finna serve you. Like, you know, they had a little bit, listen, there was some family dysfunction. Just let it be. It, it, it is what it is, right? And so at this point, we're picking up now where Joseph is actually going through the stages of what happened after his brother sold them into slavery so they threw him in a pit then he went ahead and got sold to the slaves and so now we're picking up genesis 39 again read your bible i'm not judgmental that's between you and the lord first one when joseph was taken to egypt by the ishmaelite traders he was purchased by potiphar an egyptian officer potiphar was captain of the guard for pharaoh the king of egypt two The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Three, Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. Four, this pleased Potiphar. So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. Five. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. Six, So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man. Seven. And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. Oh, hold on, pause. Listen, I'm not gossiping. This is Bible. So we get to read the scripture. Go ahead and lean in because I saw it. Eight, but Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. Ten. She kept putting pressure on Joseph. Pause. We should name her Ari, but she don't have a name, and that's fine. Put your eyes on me. Ten. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. Eleven. One day, however, no one else was around when he went in to do his work. Twelve she came and grabbed him by his cloak demanding come on sleep with me joseph tore himself away but he left his cloak in her hand as she ran f- from the house pause so now she's gonna go ahead and tell a story she gonna, no matter fact let's keep going 13 when she saw that he was she was holding his clock and he fled she called out to her servants soon all the men came running look she said My husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He came into the room to rape me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. Sixteen, she kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him her story. That Hebrew slave you brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. But when I screamed, he ran outside leaving his cloak with me. 19. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about Joseph had treated her. He told Joseph, he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison ward. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and all the Over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and cause everything he did to succeed. Let me explain something to you. I would throw the Bible but I don't want to be marked down in the book of the Lamb as disrespect. Let me explain something to you. You think that God put something on you without the anointing being there? You think that on your level you can't do what you were called to do? You think that God is purposely putting you in circumstances that can't serve your purpose? Is that the God that you think that you serve? Is that the life that you think that God has you to live? You think that God will have you enslaved for 400 years and not make up your time and make you automatic homeowners and real estate owners and have all the land with milk and honey. And you'll never have to work again outside of getting these people out of your land because that's destined and created for you. You think that you can't do it on your level. You got another thing coming to you. Let me explain something to you. The anointing comes with an anointing. The wiring comes with an anointing. The purpose comes with an anointing. There is something that God put on you. He put on you that is in you that they work together. He puts something in you. He wires you a certain way and you have that anointing. That's why you can be at the job. And if you are creative, they actually to go make a post and they're like, oh, that's Austin. Awesome. The anointing is there even at that job that you don't want to be at future long-term yeah. There's something about you that you soothe people and you nurture people, even though you're not a mother yet. There's something about you that feels very much like a leader, even though you don't have no degree, no supervision, promotion, no nothing. You lead people automatically because it's in you and because it's in you, it permeates out of you. And because it's out of you, what are you going to do with it? Joseph could have got the favor and been like, eh, I'll save it until I get to a place that I feel is worth executing. Yeah, I'm not about to be the, what you want me to be? You want me to be the best slave on the field? Like, y'all have a nice day. What you, Warden, why you looking at me? I don't know. I, ask your people. Like, oh, you want me to be the, um, you want me to be the prisoner of the year? Like, what you like? What I don't get no Joseph was like if it's in me I'm not gonna subject myself to holding it back like this is practicing and making like whatever I'm doing now I'm gonna make sure that I'm doing the stuff that I want to do so that when I get there it's easier for me because the muscle is built now and so I don't have to strain when I get there I've been bench pressing 300 and 400 pounds in this particular area of my life that's why when most people get to where I'm trying to get to they faint but when I get there I'm gonna go ahead and it's gonna be light work because I was doing it on my other levels anyway do it now you saving your creative juices for what no you don't have an album sales but do you have um album covers on YouTube you got a SoundCloud account like what's up man I just I you don't understand i want to I want to do this on it yeah because the way that you're saying it is how you want to look at it once it's finished once it's the epitome the utopic goal that's your utopia hold on to that but what are you doing daily monthly yearly you want to go ahead and be a creative and be in the creative space what's stopping you there are eight year olds making billions on youtube you want to be an influencer of what go ahead and start doing it can i give you a little tidbit it feels way better to make mistakes when only two people watching. Because eventually when it gets to 2,000, 200,000, or 2 million, you're going you gonna to try to be perfect. But if you go ahead and exercise that muscle now of like, yo, I'm human. If y'all want robots, you need to go watch AI. <laughs> like, you understand? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that to myself. And the more that you do that, the more you stay true to yourself, the more that you go ahead and just be like, yo, I was made for this. And I'm not going to hold on until I feel like this would be the perfect time. Isn't that with the person or the parable of the talents? Yeah, in the Bible, the farmer gave, uh, or the man gave three men, three different portions of talent. He gave one man one, he gave the other two, and he gave the other five. The one with five doubled it. Oh, I'm gonna do, <laughs> he, That looks very much like, like Joseph to me. Oh, you gave me this? I'm going to keep someone wherever I'm at. The one with two doubled it as well. The one that only had one protected it and buried it and was like, "Mm mm, I'm gonna go ahead and just leave it right here." Just why? And you 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 know the part that blew my mind. Real talk. And as um, the preachers say, "I I'm not gonna bother this too much." In the words of Darius Daniels, Doctor Darius Daniels, would I wish the one with one would have seen. That everybody else was taking the same amount of risk, if not more than him. It's easy to sow one seed. And that's all you have. It's more difficult to sow all five. And that also is all you have. If I had to give away one bottle of water and I was thirsty it's probably like a little bit okay it's an emotional attachment but not too much but if I had to give away all five and I'm thirsty oh the brain is like bro you couldn't have kept one I mean at least keep two that's ridiculous you can give away three that's more than half (laughs) I don't understand you see what I'm saying challenge your future paint that picture Yes, write that goal out. Make, make it plain. It's a, it's it, Make the vision plain. It's biblical. You need to have the vision board. You need to have it posted somewhere. I believe totally in that. But then I'm also going to ask you on your level, where are you? Are you implementing and executing what God has for you? Matter of fact, because I feel like you're looking at me like, mm, I'm going to just give you my own life, real talk, in like 20 seconds. I am built to encourage. I am supposed to give people a different perspective and encourage them to get to their next best level. Let me explain something to you, grandbaby, and hear me and hear me roar. Don't nobody dream bigger than me. Okay? And that's good English. The way that I see this going, I'm like, oh, I'm going to build this and then I'm going to have that. And I'm going to I'm going to sell out the cathedral and then I'm going to have people just coming in one way and walking out the other. And the future I'm talking about bright who needs the sun. <laughs> I'm talking about who needs the sun. Can I tell you that um, it was frustrating me? My most frustrating portion and season of life was when I realized that I wasn't encouraging on any level. And then when I was giving out so much encouragement, but it wasn't getting the equal amount of value that I felt that I was putting in. I was putting in work. What you mean I only got two, three listens? What are you talking? What? And so you know what God started having me do? Because I was like, forget it. I'm just going to go ahead. and I'm going to focus on my career. And I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, and apply for the jobs that, you know, pay enough. Because if I'm going to work hard, I want to be paid for it. And at every job that I went to, guess what God had me doing? Encouraging the people. I said, God, you got me doing whole sermons on my lunch break. Like you literally got me out here and people are like, it's like you have a gift. And it's like, I do, but I didn't expect it to do it in training. Like <laughs> I am in training trying to make sure that I climb the career ladder have no time I am focused on and God literally I can trace back to every job that I tried to go ahead and make make a forward move and you know what forget it, it then I'm gonna just go God was literally placing ministry in front of me if you're wired to encourage do it why are you wait into the big cathedral sold out situation where, where as soon as you post it it sell out in three minutes like Beyonce Why are you waiting for that? No, go ahead and start ministering to the souls that God trusts you with now. Go ahead and start serving the people that God put in your heart to serve now. I know you want to eventually serve someone of that caliber, but how are you serving the people that's currently on your same playing field? It's almost like Jesus couldn't have been the leader that he was until he shown that he was willing to serve first. So why do you think I'm just going to go ahead and let my particular anointing and calling grow interest before I execute and display it? Doesn't work like that. It never has. It's okay. Because when I get money, I'm going to. No, no, no. Literally and truly plan your way out of debt. Which I don't have the money to. Let me. You want to know the first way that you can start without even touching and, and having more money? stop using the card stop taking out more loans yeah let, let's go ahead and just suture this particular wound up shall we that's step one guess who's not increasing no more uh debt that. <laughs> that grandbaby okay that's step one step two is then I am going to focus on one bill at a time and even if it is me paying ten dollars over the minimum at least i'm I'm doing something, and not only that, stop paying your bill on the due date. Break it down that you're making weekly payments so that you're chop chipping away at that interest. Oh. <gasps> You mean to tell me that you can take the same car loan amount, the same mortgage amount, the same credit card amount, but break it down to either weekly or biweekly payments and it actually does something to the interest and your payoff and it shaves off time and it does. Oh, You didn't know that. No, because if you knew that, why you didn't do it? Do it on your level. Oh, you just expecting to make two hundred thousand a year and then pay off all your debt that way? Mm, that's why you're frustrated because you're looking at the numbers go up in the wrong direction. <laughs> Do it now, on your level. Well, listen, because God is looking like you. You did your. I did my part. I did. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I did my part, <laughs> and I feel like you got what you needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what these conversations are, right? Right. There are um, life provoking conversations, conversations that not the average person going to have with you. But who? Your favorite homegirl. Why were you created to multiply? Go and look at the website and all the things that's going on, please. W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W.W www, www, www created the number two multiply.com for all the happiness. I'm not going to keep telling you it, but I'm going to keep telling you it. I'm just going to throw it out. I ain't doing all the extra that's between you and the Lord on how you support the Lord's mission Oop, too much, but it is what it is. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go. Mm-hmm. We talk later, later.